Hi, I'm Jen. Hi, I'm Stephanie. And welcome to Knowledge Plus College, where we talk about life in and after college. Here, we're constantly taking L's, whether that's literally or figuratively. But on here, we try to break it down to three major L's, lifestyle, lows, and lessons we've been through or experienced. Before we get started with our episode, we wanted to feature a new icebreaker segment, which will feature different icebreakers to get to know us a little more. Today, we will be playing Two Truths and One Lie. So, Stephanie, what's your two truths and one lie? I mean, I can't say which one's a lie, but I'll start off with, I guess, three sentences and you can guess. Mm -hmm. So, the first sentence is, I ate dumplings for dinner last night. The second is, I make coffee every single morning. And the third is, I do not like strawberries. Oh, wow. These are very, very random. I know, but it's because you know, like the other thing. No, I love about it. Me. Like you know, like because I've yeah. known you for so long that I just don't know what you like don't know about yeah. me. So like these are just so random that I just don't that's, think you know. That's why <laughs> so. I love it. It's like so random that it's like it makes me think about it, you know. But I will have to go with your lie is. Hey, that's kind of hard. But I think your lie is. You don't like strawberries because we made a strawberry sando together. What is your oh, lie? Sh- should I reveal it? Yeah. Or should should we do mine and then we reveal together the lies? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. We'll do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna write yours as you talk so I don't forget okay. um your three. Okay, go. So my three sentences is I once dyed my hair with Kool-Aid. Second one, I once ate an ant. And the third one is, I once broke my foot and had to wear a cast. Yours is, um, you once broke your foot and had to wear a cast. Okay. That's the lie. Okay. You reveal first. Was I correct or was I wrong? Oh, you were wrong. Um, Dang it. Was it the dumplings? No, no, no. Oh, what? See, I-, I feel like mine was slightly like a game slash trick. It's If you read it, it says I make a coffee every single morning. But um, that's only true for work days. I don't make coffee on the that weekends. That was so <laughs> tricky. Yeah. That was so tricky. I you just assumed like every day was like work day. But you know what? You're right. I got to read it carefully. It's like taking a test and they're like – what is not the answer? And then you forget to read the not, you know? Ugh. But that was a good yeah, one. Yeah, that, that me was well. uh, me purposely making it difficult, though, okay? Yeah, that was that was good. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, yeah, that one was kind of tricky. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. You got me there. But do you want to know whether you got it correct or incorrect? Yeah, it's your turn. You? You got it correct. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Dang it. Well, I feel like the Kool-Aid one, I think we had a discussion one time that really? like your, it didn't show up or something, the Kool-Aid. No, it's the opposite. I dyed oh. my hair with Kool-Aid, red Kool-Aid. And, and it showed she, up? No, that was like when it was super trendy and people said it was semi-permanent. And so I was like, oh, like it'll go away soon. And then I dyed it and then it was permanent. Like it never went away. And so I like, I had to cut it. Because I only dyed the ends of it. Mm. Yeah. And Did then, you do it? Oh, go on now. Oh, wait. Yeah. And then for the ant one, um, I actually ate an ant during outdoor ed. Did you have outdoor ed in sixth grade? No. 
Like oh. PE? You mean like PE? No, outdoor ed is like, um, like a week or I forget if it's a week or like a few days. But like when you're in sixth grade, that's the end of our elementary school for us, and so all the sixth graders get to go on this camping trip. And so during this camping trip, trip, um, the leader was talking about how the specific ant. Um, tasted like Skittles or something like that and so everyone was trying it and I was like okay I'm just gonna eat it too and I and I think I went along with the crowd saying like oh yeah this definitely tastes like Skittles or whatever but I don't think it actually did I was just it was like the group mentality like you don't want to stand out but was was it like this this is good or was it just like straight up it's like straight up from from the ground oh my god and I think it was like red or something I don't even know holy shit all right. Yeah. That very interesting. But yeah, I've never actually broken a bone before. Did I tell you the yeah. story that I broke my arm before as a kid? I, but you've never had a cast though, right? I mean, I was supposed to, yeah, but I took it off. Yeah. I, I remember like talking about casts because I was like, I, I remember when I was younger, like I wanted to break my like bones because all the like, kids would come to school with the cast on and then like people would sign it and like, like you're like, oh, like I want to be like her and, and him and like get signatures on my cast. But yeah, never, never broke a bone. So never got to do that. That's so random because I was completely the opposite when I broke my arm and this was like fourth grade. So like, mm-hmm. you know, not super young, but like reaching the preteen too cool for school and I was like holy shit how am I gonna wear like my clothes and wardrobe and like how am I gonna participate in certain games if I wear like this cast so Mm. I I just took it off and like my mom on obviously didn't have a good intuition to let me take it off like Mm -hmm. I should have kept it on because like my arm was broken just very Mm. slightly it wasn't like huge but like the fact that she let me take it off when I was supposed to put it on for months Mm -hmm. Is bad because my bone could have never grown back the way it yeah, should. Yeah, that's so funny. It's like the total opposite. Yeah. Well, well anyways, this was I know that was such a fun segment. I feel like we will definitely be implementing more soon. But now that we're done with our icebreaker segment, um, let's go in ahead and go into our tenth episode. Welcome to the lifestyle portion of our podcast, but before we actually get started, it's kind of relevant, but um, I wanted to congratulate us on being, reaching, I guess, half a year um, of our podcast, and it's so interesting because it is, I feel like, relevant to this um, because we started this as a hobby during a pandemic and post-grad when we were kind of trying to figure out life and not really knowing um, where we were going to be and what we're going to be doing. And so it's so interesting how fast time goes by and how much we've progressed and talked about a lot of different topics through our podcast. Um, So yay, happy over six months, I think. I think it was August. I mean, I have to dig through the very first blog post, but at the time we didn't have podcasts or like Insta or YouTube. It was literally just blog. (laughs) Um, But I think it was August, if not September for sure. Mm -hmm. And if you think about that, um, it's June. So that's literally like in three months, be a year. That's crazy. I know. Of doing this. I know. So I feel like 
it's crazy how we started this as a hobby um, right after post-grad. So let's talk about how we feeling um, one year post-grad. Like, how do you feel? How are you actually feeling right when you graduated from college? Were you anxious? Were you excited? Was it bittersweet? I want to know more about your emotions and what you went through. And then tell me about how you're feeling at this current moment and how that's similar or different. Okay, let's start with how I was feeling post-grad. Let's just tackle it there. Um, So I finished my classes, like, you know, a little earlier than June, a couple months prior. So I didn't really have that, like, big um, hit where it's like, whoa, I'm done with my last class ever. It was kind of just, like, stagnant for a while. I was just taking classes for fun. So when I actually graduated, like, you know, with the virtual commencement, I didn't get that huge high. At the same time, it wasn't really on stage. It was literally a PowerPoint. So I, I just felt very, what's the word, neutral when yeah, I graduated. Definitely like, blank. Not, yeah, it was definitely not anti. It was definitely anticlimactic, you know. That's the word. Yeah. And then when I moved back home, I was like, all right, again, feeling very anti-climatic. I don't know if I was that excited um, because I was jobless at the time and I didn't really know um, where I would be at next in life. I just knew that, well, I do like storytelling, you know, I do like content marketing-ish, I do like internal comms, so I'll probably be doing something like that um, or I'll be job hunting for something like that. But with that being said, I wasn't super excited because I didn't land anything yet at the time. So I guess when I was like just graduated, I was just anxious about what my next play would be. Um, so I'll end it there. How were you feeling when you graduated? Um, so I feel like it's obviously a similar experience um, post-grad, but um, I knew that this topic was going to come up. So I actually, right before this podcast, kind of dug into my old blog post that I had separately. And it was kind of talking about my feelings about graduating soon. And it's so interesting to read that because I feel like a year has year ago today, like a lot has changed and a lot of things were different. And I was just talking about how anxious and scared I am of the future, especially because, you know, before I feel like my life was kind of set out and planned for me, kind of like, you know, you go to elementary school and you know what's next. It's middle school and then middle school, it's high school. And then for me, I knew that after high school, I wanted to go to college. Um, but after college, I there wasn't anything that was set out to me and no one really expected me to do the next thing, you know. And so I was very anxious and I think it didn't help that um, it was anticlimactic too because um, like I didn't get that ending that I wanted in that um, that chapter of my life. And so it was harder to move on, I think. So it was definitely a bit sad, anxious, and uh, scared of the future. And um, those are kind of the emotions I haven't really felt um, in a while with, you know, um, the next chapters, because I always knew what was going to be next. So that was very scary. But now that we kind of talked about our feelings, right post right after post grad, how are you feeling today? Yeah, great question. I mean, at that time, I was anxious about what my next play will be. Um, Now I am kind of at my, you know, first post-grad full-time. But I don't think that anxiousness ever goes away for me. Um, I think even when I have it all, and when I say have it all, let's take it back to like um, summer 2019, Stephanie was doing her, you know, 
internship in tech and she knew that she was going to go study abroad. Like I, I pretty much felt like I had it all at that time. Right. Really cool summer doing really cool stuff. And I'm going to have an even cooler fall. I still felt anxious about what's going to happen next. And I think, um, anxiousness is probably just a part of me. Um, but one thing that's different is that I think post-grad, um, I didn't really know specifically, um, what type of industry that I, want to be at or what I really value I just knew that I enjoy stories and I was doing decent in internal or external or exact comms or copywriting but I think now I have a clearer view of what um, I want to do with my career and what I value am I there yet definitely not and that's the anxious part but I, I do think I have a stronger firm of what I value and it's more than just the role itself mm-hmm. I actually love that you're like owning your anxiety, um, but also knowing that you're progressing and working towards a goal and you know you're, you know, making progress. And I love how you kind of worded your um, situation. And I guess for me, like, right, how I'm feeling today versus how I felt right after postgrad, it's very dramatically different, I think, in, in my mental state. I think I was, like I said, super like anxious and almost I feel like depressed because I had that like post-grad depression and anxiety um but I think the turning point of that was actually going to Korea um when I went in the end of August and like because before like in America I was constantly just stressing over jobs and doing job applications and I felt like each day I had to be productive like had to be applying to jobs had to be you know, taking classes so that I could put on, put it on my resume or something. Um, but when I went to Korea, I went with the mindset that obviously I still wanted to be somewhat productive, but I wanted to, you know, give my head a break. And I think I genuinely did that. And it's interesting because I feel like because I did that, I actually was able to land my job. So it's interesting how like weird and crazy life works out. And so obviously now I'm at my job and like I've mentioned before I don't think it's my dream job and like you know what I pictured my life to be right after you know grad and is it exactly the place I wish to be like probably not but I I mentioned this in my blog but I'm actually that last month was actually one of the best months I've had in so long and it's so dramatically different from a year ago today and I think it's just because I'm working on myself mentally every single day and trying doing a lot of self-improvements and it's small things that I didn't really see um, a lot of progress in until I look back from a month ago or two months ago today and I see how much I've progressed and how much it's been working on my mental health so I'm actually doing great and that was like I never thought I'd be able to say that um and so quickly I guess but yeah I'm really glad that we're both kind of you know learning our way through adulthood and it obviously like we've said wasn't always easy you dealing with your anxiety and me dealing with not really know what was gonna happen next but I feel like each day like those things never go away the problems but we're just working towards it I completely agree yeah so Um, This was actually one of your questions that was in the outline, but how do you think your day-to-day has changed since post-grad? 
That's a great question. Now I'm just trying to think um, without trying to make it like obviously because post-grad I was like job hunting and now I'm like I have like job specific things to do. But um, hmm, outside of that obvious note, I I think post-grad every day was um, kind of a mystery. It was kind of up to me to decide how to spend my time. And obviously, eventually, I had a structure where I would wake up and kind of do networking slash um, job hunting stuff and then have lunch and then maybe like go play tennis or whatever. And then at at night, um, do some light work and then, you know, have a cutoff point like 7 p.m. or whatever stop job hunting so eventually it had structure and now my day-to-day also obviously has to have structure because um, in your role you kind of know which are reoccurring meetings and which aren't but I think um, what has changed is that I learned that I actually really enjoy structure in life even when I didn't have that when I first graduated um and maybe that's, that should be a learning lesson to say. But when you first graduate and you have nothing, you have to plan out your own schedule or you can just wake up late and do whatever you want. Either works, to be honest. No shame against that. Sometimes I wake up without an alarm and don't even know what I'm going to do. But I think I learned that for my day to day, I really enjoy creating some kind of structure. That's that's great to hear. Um I think for me, because I've already talked about kind of like how I was also just job searching and it's similar to you. I kind of want to distinguish my life from college versus post-grad, like now, today. I feel like in college, you have so much freedom of like choosing your day. Like you don't have like classes every single day or maybe you do and it's only like sporadic. So you might not have classes in the morning and you might only have classes in the morning. So I kind of miss that, um, you know, freedom and like so much – I guess, time to rest and do th- other things that I want. Um, because I feel like, you know, post-grad now, like working at a job nine to six, it's literally like I I wake up, do work, and then I have to find my own time and squeeze in, wake up earlier or like you, stay, wake, stay up later to do the things that I want to do. So that's very different from college life versus post-grad life. Um, but I feel like, um, like I, there are definitely times I miss the college lifestyle but I, I think I try to like not look back on it as much and see how I can improve my day-to-day in the life that I have now um so yeah but definitely definitely miss it at times because you know the naps between classes do hit different and sometimes it's not easy to take naps in between work um so yeah you know what very interesting um perspective And again, because, you know, you work eight hours or more a day, it just consumes like so much of your day. And probably, you know, when I hear this question, that's what I thought of, too. But then I think about, you know, other ways of seeing it. Like, I feel like in college, I felt the need to always be doing something with someone. Um, Obviously, I've had lunch and dinner alone. Not every single meal I ate with people. But I definitely spent more time trying to like set lunch dates or dinner dates with people and now like honestly I think 99% of my life I'm eating with my family or alone and probably 1% of my life like on weekends I'll like eat lunch with a friend or something like that um if even given the opportunity because everyone's like everywhere but I also learned that like I'm actually not even that sad about that anymore like that's really okay with me I don't have to eat lunch with people all the time I would love to if everyone's living near me um 
that's an amazing opportunity if you happen to live near your friends and you can just like call someone to like you know go grab pizza or boba or something I do miss that but I also learned that I can cope with not having that as well and you just link up when the opportunity is given like a vacation or something I didn't know how okay I would be with being okay with that considering that I've had people around me um kind of my entire life like middle school high school and then college like having young people around me my entire life and now I don't and to be okay with that is something I'm surprised about that's such a good point I feel like it's interesting because I feel like in college I thought I was super independent you know because you're independent in a way that you're away from your family you have to like kind of figure out um like being on your own for the first time and I think that is important but I feel like I truly figured out what it meant to be independent post-grad and it's interesting because I live with my parents you know so you would think I lost that but you know working um nine to six and like you said like eating alone a lot of the times and you know figuring out things that I want to do in my free time and because of the pandemic also like there was a lot of times that I spent alone and um because we couldn't actually hang out with our friends you know so yeah I actually really really appreciate that because I learned how much how important like alone time is for me and how much I can grow from being alone versus you know constantly being around someone and obviously I love people and being around people but I feel like there are definitely times that you need um to be alone and to learn um from being alone so yeah that was a good point to bring up surprising point indeed for me but yeah Mm -hmm. um is there any questions that you had about um, post-grad life? Yeah, I was curious, like, do you see things differently now? I mean, you're not necessarily a new, new grad anymore. You are a recent grad. I'm not saying you're a full-fledged adult now. <laughs> um, that's not the case at all. Just when you're post-grad, um, still young. But do you see things differently now? Um, that's an interesting question because I don't think I ever, like, thought of that. But... Um, I guess, I guess I definitely would have to say I do because I think mentally I'm so, so different from like me in college, but I think that's because like, you know, I feel like each year I'm growing and I become the same yet different person because I learn new information and I learn more about myself. And so I'm constantly just growing. So I do feel like I see things differently and I guess when I first graduated from college, it was more about the fear of the real world, quote unquote, um, that I was feeling versus now I'm like, okay, um, I got this. You know, I believe more about more in my potential and I stopped comparing myself to other people, which is also a big one because I feel like I was doing that a lot um, right after I graduated. And that didn't help because I felt like I was, you know, I had no potential, like, what was I doing with my life? And, like, I suck, you know. But then now I think, you know, I look at myself and I'm like, you know what? I've got potential, you know. I have things to offer and I'm not as um, negative toward myself um, by comparing myself to other people. So, yeah, that was a hard question, but I think um, hopefully I answered it um, um, the right way. But... Yeah, what would you say? Do you think you see things differently? 
Yeah, I, I think it's a very vague question and it can go all directions, but exactly I'm trying to break it all in different things. But yeah, I do see like like family differently now. I mean, I feel like a common thing that like new grads think about is that they want to move out or they don't like living with parents. Um, mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Um, not saying I, I want to live with them forever in my life, but I'm honestly okay with it. And I've learned to cherish it more actually. Or like friends, like I said in the previous question, um, answered in the previous question, I actually learned that I'm okay with not seeing them every single day of my life. Obviously, if they were like my neighbor, I would love to, but you know, a lot of my friends are not my neighbors and that's okay. Um, And in terms of, I guess, job, I also learned that I'm really not chasing after um, companies anymore. I'm more chasing after people at companies um which is new to me actually because you know everyone at least around my circle when I was in school was like oh I want to work at um Google or I want to work at like a big four or like you know the name brand ones but I think post-grad life kind of taught me that I'm more chasing after team and people than company so I just see things differently now um I guess maybe in a more simple way but being okay with a lot of things in short Yeah, that actually got me thinking about, you know, me in terms of my job, too. I feel like before I was kind of more desperate for a job and like, you know, trying to figure out the perfect company, the perfect place for me. But now what I see now that I've been working is, you know, I just want a job where, like you said, like the people around me are, you know, um, are positive and I have good experiences with them, as well as I think my biggest thing is I want like a really good work-life balance and I think it just got me thinking of more things that I want from a work environment versus like right after I graduated it was more like I just want work I just I just need a job you know so I feel like that's different um but I guess it, it is a luxury to have these thoughts because you know when you're when you're jobless I feel like you're just more you're, you're, you don't have the luxury to kind of think of those other things. Maybe you should, but um, at least for me, it was more like I need a job or I need, I need to do this before I could even think of those things. So I'm, I'm glad I'm at this position where I get to think of the conditions I want my job to be in my next job or even in my current job to improve, you know. I agree. I think it is a luxury to think these things as well. And maybe I thought these things because I currently have a role. Exactly. I feel like sometimes we forget the position we were in like a year ago or like if it's far away from today, but it's important to kind of think back of, oh yeah, why, why was I feeling that way? Or, or um, what was my thought process during that time? Because it's definitely not the same as today, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. So now that we've talked about the lifestyle and lifestyle changes and lifestyle thoughts post-grad one year, let's talk about, you know, the lows um, that we experienced now that we're in the sphere of one year post-grad. Let's start with graduating from college. Um, What do you miss about college life or being a college student? Um, I feel like we kind of touched, or at least I kind of touched upon this topic in the lifestyle portion, but I guess um, something different then what I talked about is I miss all the friends being around like I feel like especially we went to UCSB and lived in Ivy and Ivy is such 
a college town. So you literally have friends living away from you, like a minute away, five minutes away, maximum away, like walking distance. And that's what I really, really miss because, you know, post-grad, I learned the importance of friendships and how hard it is to keep a friendship because it takes a lot of efforts. Um, especially during a pandemic, if you can't see someone, you have to like message them, find a time to like FaceTime. And that's a lot of effort, especially because everyone's so busy post-grad. So finding that perfect time um, that works both for you is pretty hard. So yeah, I miss that in college. You, it's so easy to meet up with people like come over for dinner or let's go study at the library or when are you done with class? Let's go, you know, go get boba. Something so simple. And I feel like it's things that I took for granted for sure when college and, you know, um, nowadays it's, I, I, yeah, it's, it's not as easy to meet up with a friend so easily. Um, what is something that you miss about college life? Yeah, I'm going to try to break it in, like, different um, topics or segments. Mm-hmm. I think for academic-wise, um, I do miss, like, the structure and direction. You know, you kind of come in with a syllabus, and you kind of know what you're going to learn next weeks. Um, at work, for me, I don't always have structure or direction. Sometimes it's just left for you to figure it out. Or some people give really vague <laughs> things, and then they change their mind time um but in school like for the most part if you know your syllabus says you're going to learn about these chapters you are going to learn about these chapters um and I think something else is that at least being on quarter system it was amazing that if you don't like something you can switch out you can get out of that class in the next quarter but um at work it's not so easy if you don't like a project I mean yeah you can communicate it and maybe you don't have to work on it or swap with someone else but sometimes you kind of just have to do it because that's the business need um so I do miss that quarter system of switching classes and you know even if you don't like it it's fine because it's only like 10 weeks long and you can choose your next schedule and continue trying out things that you do like to learn about um that's the academics part before you move on no go on yeah um that just made me think of something similar like with you know with professors like if you didn't like a specific professor it was like I guess it sucked for that period, but it, you know, quarter system goes by super fast. So if you didn't like a professor, that's fine. Like just, it goes by quickly and then you can get a next class and a different professor versus at work. You can't just switch a team um, like that so quickly. And, you know, you're forced to kind of have these relationships and try to make things work um, for, for however long that is and you don't really know that you don't have a set date you know and I definitely miss that um not that I have bad relationships with people but it's you know sometimes it's not as um easy as like being in college and moving having different classes uh, all the time and having different professors I agree and um I don't know how the college system was like like a hundred years ago like I don't know if the quarter system was always implemented maybe back then it was like a Um, more semester or like a one-year thing I don't freaking know but I feel like the quarter system that's implemented today for our generation it's like teaching me to job hop after two or three years of it's literally training me to do that I mean at Um, least UCSB is um quarter system I think some other schools are like semester which I feel like we don't have experience in because we both didn't go to that type of school but yeah I agree like how that that 
could have implemented our generation of hopping into different jobs, which I think is beneficial. And I see that too. Um, and I think a lot of um, generations think, or at least our generation thinks that. So it's interesting because I never put the two together. But now that you're mentioning it, I feel like there is a correlation. And some people like grew up with like a K to eight or K to 12, which is freaking long. The <laughs> same people since like kindergarten. Um, I guess also beautiful bonds, but also like, I don't know if you grew up with that type of stuff maybe that conditions you again to stay at a place for like 10 years because that's kind of what you grew up with I don't know it's going kind of off tangent but that's the academics part that I miss I think um, the social wise yeah it's like now that you're kind of back and everyone's back in all parts of the world it's not so easy to have everyone as neighbors you can't just like meet up as easily um and it makes it even worse that it's like the pandemic too. So it makes it even harder to meet up with people. So I do miss like how easy it was to just have people around you. And um, having your own place was also nice too. So you can like come home whenever you want. No shame. <laughs> do whatever you want. No shame. Not that like, you know, I have a lot of shame in the things I do every day at home. But it's nice to kind of have your own space and your own rules, I guess. And to the last aspect is that I'm a different person than I am when I left for college in 2016. But I feel like sometimes my parents still think of that person in 2016. And I feel like I get treated like who I was in 2016. It's not their fault. But it's, you know, something I have, to, I had to learn to work with the past year um, that I kind of grew up, but I'm still a child, but I kind of grew up too. So don't treat me like that child in high school. Yes, I totally agree. It's kind of like, you know, also like the difference, like when you come back, you feel like you're back in high school, but obviously mentally you've changed a lot. And like, I guess, like you talk about the freedom of having like our own place in college. I miss just like not having to tell someone I have to go somewhere, you know, like I just want to leave, but in, in your house, you can't just leave without telling um, your parents where you're going, you know, and um yeah it's just like the small things but yeah it, it is funny how like our parents just think like back to our high school self and sometimes I feel like I'm back to my high school self at times but definitely a lot has changed but yeah yeah um how are you I, I don't know if this is necessarily a low part but I want to I want to ask you like how are you feeling about the 2021 college graduates like um when I talk to my friends some are kind of jealous some are kind of sad some are happy for them so how are you feeling yeah I think all of the above like I'm happy for them for graduating and like I think they get like a commencement which I'm kind of jealous about I'm happy that they get it but I'm kind of jealous that I didn't get it um and the job market is like pretty hot right now actually at least for my recruiter friends like they have roles opening up and like um, obviously there's I don't think there's ever a time in life where there's more roles than people like there will always be more people than roles but like to my recruiter friend it's still so much better than it was last year and like a lot of other companies are like more open to like hiring remotely now and I feel like a year ago the job market was not hot at all I'm kind of jealous that I guess they kind of get a hotter job market and a virtual commencement but like at the same time, like, I don't want people to have to go through what we went through. So I'm happy that they kind of get a better ending. It's just like the last word you had, which is just bittersweet. Um, but would I want to be a new grad right now for class of 2021? Probably not. I think I lived a pretty good life. Um, 
if I were a new grad class of 2021, I probably wouldn't have had the chance to live the life I had um, abroad. And I probably would have had to live my whole junior year virtual. And I don't know if I want that. So same. I don't think it's good to compare because I know a lot of like class of 2020 and 2021 were like comparing who had it worse, who had it better. And I think it's like, I feel like it's not about that. Like, yeah, 2020, we didn't have, at least for us, we didn't have a commencement. We didn't have our spring quarter, which I was really looking forward to. Um, But class of 2021, they lost majority of their senior year, you know, and yeah, like, I'm glad that they're getting a commencement and in some ways like I am jealous um even though I know for UCSB they're like welcoming back class of 2020 graduates it's not the same (laughs) definitely um so I think there is I guess a part of me that's jealous and um but I definitely feel like I've closed that chapter in my life of like like graduating from college and I don't really look back and I don't feel like you know, sad over class of 2021 graduating um, today and like getting the commencement and things that they all deserve and have the right to. And yeah, like, I guess there's things that you could always compare. But, you know, I feel like with any graduates, there will be bad and a good and there will still there will be some kind of similarities. Like I'm sure other people are still like, even if the job market is good, they're struggling to find a job or like figuring out what life will be post grad, you know, like they never really thought about it until it hit them, you know. So yeah, but it it was interesting because I have a lot of um, class of 2021 graduates from college this year and seeing them and taking seeing them and like them taking pictures took me back to a year ago which I feel like that was a part of my life I kind of just forgot about because now that I'm working and busy I just haven't really thought of that for a while and I definitely like missed the bittersweet feeling and I wish if I can go back we could enjoy it more because I feel like we were kind of more stressed and trying to figure out everything also because it was crazy like the pandemic we're like when are we moving in when are we like or like coming back to IV to like live for a little bit and then when are we moving out and stuff like that so I wish we enjoyed it more but I definitely um am happy with the way it ended and I, I think we're I've closed that chapter and I'm happy with it same here I don't like going back to the past um, I don't know why even though there are a lot of good memories I miss like I miss being abroad I miss having my own apartment you know I miss the dinner nights but I want to have that in my future not necessarily Same. go back into the past yeah. do it I feel like I'm just thankful for the way things happened and even if there were times that were bad I feel like it's kind of shaped me for who I am cheesy but I think it's true and I feel like if I keep looking back there's it's going to be hard for me to make those good memories in the future and you know I know that like if I had good memories in the past I will make good memories in the future um but I feel like it's not possible if I keep looking back and like like wanting to go back in time and you know there will be moments in the future that we will want to look back on later too but um yeah I feel like it's not as it's not always good to look back in the past but I do understand because I have some friends who like feel like they never got the closure um from graduating in 2020 but I think um they're going to be going back to 
for their commencement and hopefully getting their closure for college. So I feel like we're all kind of just dealing it with dealing with it on our own terms. And yeah, I think as long as you're working towards your own closure and um, working towards your own future, I feel like that's all that matters. I agree. Different people, different paths, different ways of life. And it's your life. No one can say it's the wrong way to live it. (laughs) True. Now that we talked about the lifestyle and lows of graduating from college um, and our life post-grad, tell me about some lessons you've been through and experienced. Yeah, I think there's so many lessons and I can go in all tangents, but we can start with graduating in a pandemic and how has that shaped me in my adulthood? I think that it was such a surprise and everything that came after was a surprise because um, people were like, we'll be on lockdown for a month. And so I assumed we would still have grad and everything would be fine. I'm like, I didn't think it was such a long-term thing, um, the pandemic that's honestly still kind of going on. So how has graduating in a pandemic shaped me? I think that it just reinforces that um, nothing is guaranteed um, in life and to just be ready for surprises. Yeah, that's the first thing. I guess the second thing, which is more heartwarming, is to cherish the people around you because so many people died during the pandemic. And again, nothing is guaranteed. You don't know when you're, I guess, last time seeing someone is. There was definitely people that I haven't seen since March because some people... I guess, never came back. And if they did, it was just to move their stuff. Like, they weren't staying a few nights to hang out. So, like, there were some people, my last hangout with them was literally in March, and I didn't know that. So, yeah, cherish the people, and life is surprises, and they're not always good surprises, but they're surprises. Yeah, that's basically what I was going to say, too. Like, um, I feel like I got to really cherish my friendships and relationships with people because I realized, you know, before in college, like I said, it was so easy to meet up with people and that we took it for granted. But now that the pandemic hit, it was really hard to meet up with anyone. Obviously, um, we were in lockdown. You weren't supposed to meet people. So, you know, I cherished those moments and like I realized the importance of the friendships and relationships. But I think also it kind of... Um, made me rethink about how my life post-grad would be like because I thought you know I would be working in an office um things like that for my job but I'm working remotely and I've I actually worked in the office for a month but um I've majority of the times have been working remotely and I don't think I actually pictured myself working remotely right after college so that's something different that I think the pandemic brought onto me because also like my um, company they weren't doing remote before um it was only after the pandemic I know some companies do like hybrid or there are companies that do full remote but that wasn't kind of what I was thinking about so I feel like that kind of shaped me differently and now now that I've been working remotely I really like remote so um, I wouldn't have known that unless the pandemic hit me with this job and um, this type of job, you know? So what, like, what are the pros and cons? Like, what do you like more about remote work versus an office or vice versa? I think with office, it's nice. Cause 
obviously you're surrounded by people. So if you have questions, it's so easy to just go up to someone and ask them and, you know, like also develop more of a relationship with your coworkers. Like during lunchtime, I would grab food um, with my coworkers and get to know them a bit more versus remote. It's a lot harder to kind of have more like personal conversations because I feel like when I was working in an office, like when someone was sitting next to me, we, we would spark like a side convo versus like um, remote, at least for me, like we don't really have that side convo. It's more about work, work, work. But I love remote work because it took away that time to go to work so like I have more freedom and time to do the things that I want to do in the morning instead of commuting to work and then out like after work I would have to commute back home and that's a lot of time that I'm saving um so I love that and I feel like you know I love not having just wearing my pajamas to quote-unquote work and um things like that so I feel like there's definitely pros and cons but at first, I thought I would hate remote working because it's kind of lonely and I'm just doing it by myself in my room. But I loved the freedom that it comes with it and starting my own schedule and saving time. And um, yeah, yeah. What about you? You're working remote. How do you like it so far? Yeah, it's interesting because um, there's a quote by Steve Jobs and I, I'm not quoting it right but like things happen in your life and like you don't really know until like later on and then you can kind of connect the bubbles in short but um yeah in 2018 it was my first time having a manager in a different office um but I was based in San Francisco and I never really met her till the end of my internship um and I only met her like for one day it was weird um to be honest to have a manager that was not in the office at the time and then the same thing happened in um, 2019 at, at Autodesk. I never even met my manager in real life. It was weird. But I think those two experiences really helped me get into my current role today, which is fully remote because um, I'm so used to working with a remote manager. At the time, I didn't know why this was happening to me because a majority of interns had managers in the office, but I didn't. And I think this was life's foreshadow. Also, I was hybrid for two summers, so I was kind of used to it as well. But um, I've never had, I guess, a full five-day week remote purely. That's That that was new to me. Um, what do I like? What do I don't like? What do I miss? I mean, obviously, I do miss, um, you know, grabbing coffee or lunch with someone or, like, having plans after work. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes I wanted to eat alone at work and it was awkward or people felt it was awkward. And now I can eat alone with no shame because I'm literally at home. So true. That that that's totally true. That's I hate whatever I want and like not really care. Like sometimes I would be embarrassed to bring certain things or like the smell or something. And now I really don't give a shit because no one can smell whatever I'm eating or see what I'm eating because I'm working. Like, home. Going back to elementary school where you're like being conscious of like your lunch and what you bring because you don't want to stand out. But that's so true. I remember one time, um, like I wanted to eat alone um, during lunch because I wasn't that hungry. Um, and I feel like um, all the other coworkers were kind of grabbing like a heavy 
lunch. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to a convenience store and grab something quick. And a coworker was like, are you sure you don't want to join us? Like, oh, like you're eating alone. Like that's sad. And I'm like, no, I want to like, please leave me alone. Like it's kind of comfortable, you know? Um, so it's funny that that is a good point and definitely a pro um, in that aspect. Yeah, it's like, don't feel bad for me because now I feel bad for me. Like, I didn't at first, but now that you're saying it that way, I guess I'll find someone to eat lunch with when I really didn't mind. Um, So now I don't really give a shit. But I guess at the same time, there are some cons. I feel like um, it's harder to, I guess, um, be mean. Not mean. I don't know how to say this correctly in person. But, like, online, people, like, have no shame to just, like, forward you something to do. It's, like, because they don't see you face-to-face. They just kind of, like, they just straightforward, like, forward this, look into this, please. Versus I feel like back then, if you were to stop at someone's desk, you would be, like, you know, kind of more considerate, I guess, about requests. Um, But it's also easier to reach people, I guess. Like, if someone's not replying, you can just get up and ask them versus now you literally have to wait for someone to reply or else they just leave you on red. Um, And this is kind of a lesson for me is that um, I did have, like, a lot of good friends um, I made at Autodesk who are still my friends today. But I also learned working remotely, um, even though it's hard to make friendships while remotely, at the same time, I learned that I view work as um, making friends as an extra for me. It's not really my prime goal to make lifelong friends at work. Like, if it happens, it happens. But if not, at the end of the day, I'm really here to just grow my skills um, in the work I do and, I guess, get paid. The friendship part is just an additional aspect. So that's why I don't really mind working remotely. I do know some people, like, really hate it because they want to make a ton of new friends. But I learned friendship is just an additional piece and I love the friends I made at Autodesk who are still my friends today but that was just I guess a very fortunate circumstance for me yeah wait that's so interesting because um me and my brother actually talked about it and how we were talking about how like we obviously would love to form like a lot of friendships through work but we don't mind if we don't because we view work as work and that's it and like the people like co-workers are work friends or like our co-workers, you know, people you work with versus we have our own friendships outside of work. And that's already hard to maintain. So I feel like we're like already okay with the friendships that we have um, versus like my dad, like he was talking about how like, that's interesting that you say that because I feel like they value relationships with coworkers very important and like you wouldn't just view your coworker as just someone you work with you know you would put more effort into it so I wonder if that's like a generation thing or just something that we somehow all three of us have in common yeah so I'd, I'd be interested to know and hear about other people's opinions you know of what they think of work friends or coworkers. But yeah, I definitely agree with you too. Like, I like don't think I actually have a super close quote, quote friend at work. Like, I have like close coworkers that I can chat with and like sometimes be friendly and crack jokes with. But I wouldn't say like I would hang out with them like outside of my work for fun because they are my coworker. And um, it's interesting because I don't find that sad because like I'm happy with the relationship that we have right now and I am happy with the friendships I have outside of work that I'm putting an effort to maintain 
I think so too. And, you know, coming from like a lot of different orgs, like some of them I did end up having friends and some of them I ended up just like literally it's for work and I enjoyed it even if it was just for work. Um, so for me, I guess I don't expect friendships because I think out of like the five different places I was at, only one of them led to like lifelong friendships. Um, so maybe that's why I'm okay with it versus I guess some people, if they're always used to making friends at every place, maybe they um, really miss that now that they're remote. Um, but yeah, I think this, cause I, my most recent experience, I had like lifelong friends that came out of it. Um, in the beginning of my role, I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to make some friends here. Um, outside of work as well but as I'm kind of in this role for almost seven months now I learned that that's actually not my top value or my second value um it's like kind of in my bottom priorities it's like I'm here to really just grow my skills um and grow my skills through the work I do and have meaning through that and two it's to get paid everything else is just an extra plus for me and maybe that will change later on in life but for now this is what I value Um, which is interesting because I do know a lot of people are like they miss the office because they miss um, seeing relationships yeah yeah but it's I think it's important to note that it's a plus like it's not like we're saying we would never be friends with a coworker. it's it's more that we don't value as that as our top priority and if a coworker happened to become more than a coworker and like develop a friendship outside of the company that'd be great but it's not something that working we're working and putting our efforts into because I feel like our priority for us is just work and like getting things done and then getting paid for doing the work that we do and um the friendships can work outside of work and yeah I think that was important to point out I feel like that's also maybe like a deal breaker for like why people like remote, purely remote versus like um, in office. Like some people are like, I hate purely remote. And I'm like, maybe that's why they hate it because of like not being able to make close friends Mm -hmm. or versus like some people love the office. I mean, also some people just like um, getting out of the house. I also like getting out of the house. But again, um, I can do that without having to work in the office. I can just get out of the house for a walk every day and I could still fulfill my needs to be outdoors um but I do miss I guess having great internet access and like you know (laughs) that type of stuff because yeah at home wi-fi is not the best that's true that's true I think yeah there are definitely things I miss about being in office for sure um I feel like it gave me when I was a community gave me more excuses to like shop at different coffee shops in the morning or during breaks you know I got to try different restaurants um you know there's so many different perks as well um and like having you know, actually being with people in the office and interactions. But I feel like there's pros and cons. And I think, I guess for us, um, our values made it so that it's okay and we feel okay with remote. But I could see how people miss the office and the relationships and the experiences they have in the office. But yeah, that is, that was interesting. I, I didn't think that we would be comparing like remote versus an office, but it was an interesting conversation because I think, especially nowadays, I know a lot of companies are moving back to the office and there's like mixed emotions. So um, like I see on TikTok, some people are like, yay, finally going back to the office. And the other half's like, no, I'm dreading the, going to the office. Now I have to wear like, actual clothes and not pajamas <laughs> so both are relatable and I think it's just a, a funny topic to be talking about it that's kind of relevant today um with 
more people getting remote jobs and some people going back to the office nowadays. I agree. It's so interesting to also just dissect in that. Um, I also, like you said, I think you said you're like pretty happy with your family at home and like the friends you have in life. Me too. Like, obviously, I butt heads with my parents sometimes, but for the most part, I love my family and my circle isn't super huge. But like, again, I'm really happy with the people that I do have in my life. So maybe that's why I'm not really like soul searching for friends at work as well. Like, maybe if you like kind of are more of a nomad and like are in a new city and like have zero people in your life, um, maybe that's kind of why you kind of value trying to make relationships at work too, because they're probably your only source of meeting other people. That's true. That got me thinking, I guess, that I'm thankful for um, the friendships and relationships I have for me to feel feel fulfilled and not have to reach out to my coworkers or find another way to make friends. And um, I know that's not always easy. And especially like, like you said, we have good relationships with our parents to be able to work remote with no problem. Um, versus I know some people don't have good relationships with their parents, or even if they do, they don't have the good environment to work remotely at home. So yeah, it's things that you don't think about, but realize that it's important factors that go into working remotely. And I guess, yeah, like you made me realize how thankful I am. So um, thank you for mentioning that and pointing that out. Oh, I was just thinking about the people in my team who like wants to be remote and those who don't want to be remote. Like the one I think who was really strongly about it. I mean, she has a family. She gets to take her daughter to school now and she gets to have lunch with her kids every day, which she didn't get to do when she was in the office. Like because like she's remote now, she gets to do all those things with her family. Um, And I guess maybe, yeah, because she has that like circle outside of work. That's why she likes remote versus this other guy who really wants to go back to the office. He lives in a studio and he like can't stand being in the same studio every single day of his life (laughs) anymore. So he misses the office. Yeah, it's so two different perspectives and both so understandable. So I guess I think I I hope more, I guess, companies become hybrid. I feel like it's a mix of both. I feel like I would love that too, right? Like you get a mix of interactions with people in the office as well as your alone time and saving time and commuting um, by working remote. So I guess I guess it it sparked me in that in the next jobs I have, maybe it wouldn't have been a factor that I looked into before had I not worked remotely. But now that I know I really like working remotely, I'll be maybe looking that as a factor into the next job I get, which I don't know will be next um, when it will happen. But yeah, like it is a good factor to look into. I agree. And I liked hybrid, so I hope I can go back to that soon (laughs) and not purely. But yeah, I guess um, with that being said, moving on, how has college helped you in your life after college? I know we talked about that in a YouTube video, but in a different perspective, how has college helped you with your life post-college? I guess like with academics, um, it helping you know the importance of deadlines you know we have like we don't really have homework but we have like projects due and certain dates you have like papers due and you know that date is pretty strict and so when I get you know projects at my work I know to get things done quickly and by a certain time and also with figuring out like my the balance between my schedule of um school 
school classes in college and I was working like part-time one year and like social life like I had to learn to balance all of that and I think that definitely helps um post-grad too um now that I'm working like balancing work trying to balance like my health like you know going to yoga and things like that and as well as like social life like managing time to put into my schedule to FaceTime someone or grab a dinner with someone and I think I wouldn't have known to balance all of those things had I not been to college and yeah I guess those are the only things that I could think of right now on top of my head um maybe if you tell me some of your things that will spark some other things so what are things that you think college helped you in your life in adulthood yeah I think I mentioned this in my YouTube video early on in December I don't think like theories and textbooks I read really helped me post-grad um not that part but it's funny you mentioned the deadlines and stuff because I feel like um, that has also brushed into me as well where I like to be punctual. I like to turn things in on time. But then I'm at work and I see some people who don't turn in things on time and I don't want to develop that habit. But I'm saying That's like true. whenever I get a compliment, like Stephanie, like um, we'll do it by the state um, and she always does. If I think about it, I got that because of school because school taught me about due dates and like penalties if it's late or like it won't be accepted um so I take pride in that compliment from people about my punctualness but it's really because of school that taught me to be punctual um I guess in terms of like friendships I think college taught me um that people come and go in your life it's not like high school where you see the same people for like eight hours a day and have the same lunch time like you really have to make an effort to meet people in college because everyone has a different schedule than you and they, you know, you guys don't have the same lunch time or dinner time, which was a great transition to adulthood because that's exactly what it is. Like people live in different cities and maybe different time zones and you're going to have to, you know, coordinate that. And people leave your life um, in college because people are meeting other people and that's the same post-grad. So I guess college gave me a kind of slight taste of what friendships will be like post-grad versus high school. It was like everyone was stuck together all the time. That's that's so true. Yeah. I think I talked about that, something similar in my YouTube video too, but that is a good point that you learn the importance of keeping up with a relationship as well as the relationship itself because some people come and go and you learn to be fine with it. I think I learned to be fine with like um, being, I feel like in high school is more dramatic. Like, you know, like you have a friend, you have a friendship breakup and suddenly you're not friends and you go through that like whole dramatic thing versus in college. Like, yeah, like freshman year, you had a big group and that was great. And thank you for all the memories. But then you know, like as the years went on, I feel like my circle went smaller and smaller. And, you know, I learned to be thankful for that and like, but not resent or be sad over the relationship that didn't last because, you know, like you're like, oh, thank you for the memories. But, you know, like that's it. Like, I guess that's the end of our relationship and that's fine. And I think that's also important with adult, like adulthood because, you know, some friends from college won't stick around um, post-grad too because life is so different for everyone. And keeping up with people, like we said, is definitely hard, especially if they're in different time zones and stuff. But I think I learned to be thankful for the memories we had together in college or whatever and like move on and keep the relationships that I have and like develop more friendships outside of 
college. And I feel like that's something that I like struggled with before, you know, because obviously if someone's important to you, like losing that relationship is sad, but I think the, the sadness doesn't go away, but it's more like acceptance of um, that people come and go and that's okay. And maybe, maybe you never know, like those people can come back to in your life um, later on, but yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. And people change too. And that's something you have to learn or that's something I, you know, I don't think in high school I was that accepting of sometimes if I think about it, but I think college and postgrad has taught me that like um, people change and, you know, you'll, you kind of get this feeling when you kind of meet up with someone after a long time and you realize you guys don't have much to talk about anymore. Um, but yeah, college has taught me to be accepting that people change after college as well. And if you have nothing else to talk about, like, I guess a healthy drift is okay. It's okay for people to drift out of your life. Yeah, I feel like we talked about something similar in one of our podcast episodes where we kind of talked about friendships Mm -hmm. um, and the different types of friendships we have. But I think they're all like relevant. And like I said, I think like it's okay when friendships end and you never know if they'll come back because I feel like and when I was in college, a lot of my high school friends and I kind of drifted apart because we were in different colleges. We had a different lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. But actually now that I've graduated from college, I've been reconnecting with old friends, like high school friends. And um, it's interesting how when we hung out, like, it was like, we never had that like gap in in our relationship. But because I feel like we were finally at a similar stage in our lives, even though we were both in college, I feel like it was different colleges, made different, you know, situations, but somehow like, um, graduating from college and having that revolutionary, I guess, next step, um, I guess, like we both had similar um, emotions. So like when we caught up, it was like interesting how much we could talk about. Um, So yeah, like people come and go, people will come back. And even if they don't, that's fine. Um, But yeah, if you want to learn more about relationships and what we think, we have our own separate episode on it. That's so so true. Yeah, I think I learned I'm a proximity friend. (laughs) That's Mm. all I gotta say. Um, I have hung out with someone from high school, and I also saw some people I haven't seen since high school through this like volunteering event I went to, and I realized I'm a proximity friend for the most part. But I guess for the ones um, that can transcend against proximity, I have Facetimes and text messages. Yeah, it is hard to get to that point though. Transcending um, proximity. Proximity. Yeah. Yeah. But when you do have it, it is rare. But when you have it, it's good. And it, it lasts, I feel like. Yeah, it just takes effort. Like texting yeah. every other day. But that's fine because that's that when you transcend fine. it. Yeah. But moving on, um, this is a good question that you actually put into our brainstorm. But what do you think is your next step? And do you ever think of the next step now that you're done with college? Um before I feel like like I talked about before like I was always like okay there's a next step after middle school it's high school after high school it's college but now that we're in we finished college and we're already working do you see what the next step is and do you ever think about it Mm -hmm. I think for someone who has like anxiety and like preparation for the worst case scenario I am always thinking about the next step but I'm not like a specific next step thinker I'm more of like an opportunistic one so like if the opportunity comes I am going to see that as the next step and what I have to do to get there type of thing like I'm not someone who has like a five-year plan no but I do have a plan about where I want to go eventually 
I just don't, I guess, have super hard pressures. Like I must do X amount by this time, if that makes sense. I am more of like an overarching goal. But what do I see next? I mean, um, you guys probably have saw in my blog if you read that, but I do eventually want to be a product marketing manager. Uh, I'm open to other career paths as well, but that is one of my top goals. So, you know, I do want to kind of educate myself and kind of narrow down the skill gap I have right now. That's just professionally. Um, Something I learned about myself that is important when it comes to career is that, and I talked about this in the beginning, it's not really about company. I don't really care um, who I do PMM for, for the most part, unless it's something that's like bad for the world, like, you know, nicotine. (laughs) But for the most part, if it's something that's doing decent things for the world, What's important to me is people hunting and team hunting more than brand hunting. Um, And that's maybe like easy for other people. But for me, I used to chase after big brand names. Um, I used to, you know, want to be at the next Google. I'm not saying I don't want to be at Google or the next big place, but I'm just saying I learned that um, I do enjoy PMM and I want to do it at a place where I get to people hunt or team hunt instead of just brand name hunt. That's professionally. I think personally, where I want to be in five years, I guess just kind of have like a very solid um, state of mind. And I feel like I have pretty solid people in my life. Again, I don't have like a big group or anything. I still feel like I have different people in different parts of my life. For some reason, that always stays. Um, And that's okay. If I can continue having that um, in my life, I think I would be really happy, honestly. Uh That's all. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah, I think, yeah, it got me thinking about my situation. And I was like, oh, like, do I ever think of the next step? And I think it's similar to you. Like, I guess it's it's definitely different in the way of from like high school to college. Um, because it, I feel like that was kind of more set up to me. Like people told me, you know, after high school, you have to go to college. And that's something I just did because everyone else did. And I'm thankful for the experience. And I don't think I see saw another path besides like going to college. But now the next step for me isn't necessarily, like you said, like finding the perfect job or going after the company that I really like. It's more about... Um, learning more and like discovering more skills that I can pick up on and then also like hopefully um moving up the ladder per se in the field that I'm at and yeah just advancing in the role that I have right now um but yeah I guess also like eventually I would love like you said like I think of like the relationships too with people I have and I love the people I have right now so hopefully we could um they'll be with me for the next few years as well for forever that'd be great (laughs) but then also like maybe spark new relationships you know and um people oh yeah Yeah, I get yeah no, I was gonna say always open to new people as well I'm not saying I want to just have the same circle my entire life would be great if I can have an additional plus mm-hmm. as well. Um, of course, we're open. We're open to friendships and relationships with people. Yeah. I guess one more thing, I guess being more of a proactive speaker, I grew up very loud spoken in life. I think this year, though, I've learned to speak up a lot more for myself and the things I care about, though. Yeah. Do I which do I it see, well? Which I see from the 
like outside when you're explaining like I feel like I finally I actually see you finally standing up for yourself and I feel proud um just wanted to throw that in there um that I see your efforts and I'm proud of the efforts you're putting in do I do well at it I don't know but I've been doing it a lot more Mm -hmm. so I guess five years yeah just do it better um and also maybe be like some leader not necessarily I have to have the title of a leader but in something I really care about, whether that's just like, I don't know, helping out with like a volunteering event, maybe just being a leader in that for one day would be cool. Um, just more of that type of stuff. I don't necessarily need the title, but yeah. um, just more of a proactive, uh, open speaker type of person would yeah. be great um, to work on. Because I think for most of my life, that was like the one thing I didn't really work on. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. I think for me also that question got me thinking like uh, of course I think of the future and my future um, and what it will be like in the next few years but also um, don't in the way that like you know people are saying like oh post-grad now we have to work for the next 40 years of our lives you know and I don't like thinking of that I think like I don't know what life is gonna be like and I don't want to dread like work itself and I feel like I could also like I'm sure like not that I don't like my job now but I feel like I continue will continue to find a job that I find happiness in some ways and I guess I don't look for the future in the way that I dread like the next 40 years of working if that makes sense um but yeah and then I guess like I also think of what's next for me like within with the job and stuff you know like um, I'm satisfied with the job, but also could find a different role or maybe a position that I um, can feel more fulfilled in stuff. Um, and whether it be the same company, but in a different, you know, team or a different company and different people. So, yeah, I feel like that's a vague question that gets you thinking of a lot of things. <laughs> I think so, too. I actually like that answer. Yeah. I agree to it. Um, I think work will always be work. And even though I loved all my past places, there was always like one or two like bad um, situations or not happy situations or there was always someone I didn't get along with. I'm not saying every place was like, you know, a haven and I loved every single person. But when I think back about it in 2018, I think that was a time where I really woke up super excited every day, though tired still very tired and sleepy and refused to get up and had to like snooze my alarm but for the most part I woke up feeling mostly excited on the bus um to work excited to see the people and I had no intern friends at the time by the way so like all the people I talked to were like 40 which is saying something that I'm excited to see these people who are like 40 years old um that means you were actually interested in your job too like you were excited to work and I feel like that's rare you know that was at McKesson. I mean, I still woke up kind of like lazy and like, oh, I don't want to get up. It's so early. But for the most part, I was really happy and not very anxious. I mean, I was anxious during the day before a presentation, of course, before something big. But for the most part, I had a really peace of mind. And that's something I want to look for um, as well in five years. Like you said, like work will always be work, but I kind of want to reach a point where I wake up not dreading it as much. Um, I do love my work tasks I get to work on every day. But I can say it's more draining than I thought it would be at the same time. Right. Yeah. I feel like you worded it perfectly. And with the situation that you've been through, and it really put it into perspective, um, what I was thinking. But yeah, I 
work with work will always definitely be work but I feel like there are ways that you can find um fulfillment and happiness in um if you find the right type of work for you and there's so many jobs out there like why would why work at a place you dread like you can find a place that you can feel fulfilled in um it just might take time to find the exact path for you and I think that's fine I agree as well So that's the end of our 10th episode. Thanks for tuning into our Knowledge Post College podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to learn more about us, we have new content every Thursday. So be sure to check out our Instagram, YouTube, and blog, which is also at Knowledge Post College. You can now support Knowledge Post College via anchor payments starting at 99 cents a month. Chat soon next Thursday.